A student at the meditation studio asked me the other day, Dale, if you could be a movie creature, what creature would you be? I turned slowly at the thought, my gaze fixed just over her shoulder at a sage wand that was burning dangerously close to a stack of Namaste magazines, and I said, Well now, Daphnia, that's a wonderful question. Blowing out the sage and letting the smoke billow around me, I continued, I think I'd want to be a subtle monster, like a normal-looking person, but with one hand made out of something like butter, a butter hand, and I'd use it to butter toast right out of the toaster, like why you weren't looking, and you'd think, wait, how'd this get buttered? And I'd kind of giggle as I used a thin coat of my own butter to ease my way out of your bathroom window. Why was I in your apartment to begin with? I'm not sure. Uh, It certainly wasn't worth it just for the toast gag, I'll tell you. But once I was in and smelled the toast, well, well, I mean, what can I do? And don't worry, it's not like you're eating hand, it's actual butter. I guess my body just produces it. My doctor did say my bad cholesterol levels were up. You know, on second thought, maybe I'm just a monster who's a little out of focus. (laughs) And it makes you think, ah, it's time for an eye exam. Or I'm a balding wolfman who the townspeople are a little upset with, but I only steal from them to pay for complicated hair growth schemes. I live on a rocky hill in a castle that I inherited from my hairless wolf uncle. It runs in the family. And there's a thunderstorm every night, and I would eat at an extravagantly long table that would only serve to reinforce my loneliness. So I guess it wouldn't be that different from my normal life. We both chuckled, but inside I felt a little soreness deep in my being. Well, it's time to let some joy in, so let's open up the portal that leads us to the Deep Night. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver. We have a wonderful episode for you tonight on The Deep Night. We come to you, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. Now, this episode was recorded live at the Slipper Room in Manhattan. The whole show was really inspired by the new book from our first guest, Mallory O'Meara. I had known about her book, The Lady from the Black Lagoon, for a little bit. And so when I saw that it was coming out this spring, I reached out right away. And my thanks to Laura at HarperCollins for making it possible to have Mallory on the program. Forgotten heroes, movie creatures, our own familiars. We talk about all of that with Mallory and the rest of my wonderful guest comedians, Monroe Martin and Todd Berry. Now, a program note, Alex Song was originally scheduled to appear on the show. She couldn't make it at the last second, but uh, we'll try to reschedule with her to have her on another time. She was missed, but we had a fine time of it. Monroe is a really wonderful and funny comedian making waves out there on the scene, so be sure to catch him live. And Todd Berry, what can you say? I've wanted to have Todd on the show forever, so it was a real dream to have him on. His special Spicy Honey and the Crowd Work Tour, both worth your time. Dial him up there and give him a watch. My thanks to Audrey and Lillian from 96B Dance Theater. As usual, it is tough to appreciate the work that they do in audio form, but trust me, it's something. And Cornelius Loy, oh, Always fantastic to have Cornelius there on the theremin uh, playing along. It's uh, just fantastic. So let's do it. Let's go there right now. Let's tune in to the Deep Night Frequencies and listen to our live episode recorded at the Slipper Room. Wow. Hello, friends. Hello. Uh, I'm Dale Seaver, and I'm so pleased to be your host for the next hour of regrets and revelations. We're coming to you live From the Slipper Room, in New York's best side, it's Lower East Side. Folks, I'm a lifelong learner. 
I love learning things and then telling people about things that I have learned almost immediately. <laughs> I like reading something in the New Yorker on Tuesday, and I'll tell you about it on Wednesday. Recently, I learned something, and I want to share it with you now, and it's a very New York-specific thing. It's happening right now. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Ladies and gentlemen, have, do you know about this? Fatbergs. Do you know what fatbergs are, ladies and gentlemen? Los Fatbergs for our Spanish-speaking audience? <laughs> Maybe you've seen the subway ads. Fatbergs are forming, even right now, deep below us, in the pipes somewhere. These things are happening. And, and uh, what, what a fatberg is, it's when you have the wet wipes that are being flushed, okay, and they meet up with what must be an ever-flowing, thick uh, stream of cooking grease that is being poured down the drains even though we've been told not to do that. These things are meeting up and forming sewer blobs that are miles across these fatbergs. I know, it sounds like a horror movie or something. And maybe it will be, I don't know, there's a lot of creative people out there coming up with great ideas. But when I first read about this, when I saw it in the subway, I was, I was like you, sir, I was afraid. I was alone, also like you, worried about my shared living situation, my student loans, <laughs> concerned about my career choice. Is this right for me? You have a lot going on. I'm an empath. I can feel this. <laughs> but later that night, as I slid into my meditation hammock and I lay there motionless so as not to disturb my wife, Galinda, who is a very light sleeper, I started to grok the fatberg a little more started to really think about it. And it occurred to me that, you know, the cosmological timeline, ladies and gentlemen, is vast, isn't it? Humanity has existed for a mere speck, a, a blink of the eyes, really. That's all that we've had. So imagine, you know, where the, the universe starts with, I don't know what, but something, it happens, and then there's a lot of dust. And then planets form. And then there's some volcanoes and maybe some rain. And then you got dinosaurs and probably a long-toothed rat. And then us. <laughs> us, ladies and gentlemen. So think about all the things that had to converge. All the major things that had to be in place for us to be here at this moment. The moment of the fatberg. It's remarkable. You think about human, humanity's great achievements, right? You think about uh, jazz. Right? The fax machine. Uh, I want to say e-cigarettes, which up until recently I thought was a method of emailing someone a cigarette. It's not that. And then now here we are with fatbergs. It's remarkable, miraculous, isn't it? And how beautiful that these two things, so different, right? The flimsy wipe and the resilient grease fumble and stumble through who knows what and God knows what and for how long miles of darkness just to find each other and form a bond that is inseparable except by extreme mechanical intervention before something really terrible happens. That's love, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that what we're all searching for, the fatberg? We can learn a lot from that. It's inspiring when it comes down to it. We should all aspire to be like the fatberg. Mi amo a fatberg. I mean, it's a beautiful thing when you think about it, and you really should think about it a lot.
Wipes and grease. Think about it. Sewer blob. Anyhow, uh, speaking of love, how about the Deep Night Dancers, ladies and gentlemen? They were up here. Yes. Lillian and Audrey. Audrey recently let me know that she quit her job to focus full-time on this. Uh, So that's great. That's great. Now I'm financially responsible for the two of them. Uh, But that's uh, pursue your passion, live your bliss. Uh, Also back here, Cornelius Loy is with us. There he is. Hi, Dale. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Cornelius, I gather you're playing the theremin there, which is a wonderful instrument. I gather you're just back from Los Angeles. Is that true? That's true. That's correct. That's true. That's great. Well, you know, uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things tonight. Some uh, creatures, some movies, scary movies, love, crystals, all the usual stuff. Uh, But uh, L.A., they got a lot of movies out there. They got a lot of movies and ghosts, too. Were you staying with some ghosts? I was. I was staying where Janis Joplin lived in Hollywood at this hotel that was rated with two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Was it always two stars? Was she there when it was two stars? You know, I don't know if it was two stars when she stayed there or if it became that after. You think she brought it down? She might. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it was the first hotel I stayed at where I was actually scared to take a shower. Because her ghost is there? Was it haunting? Not the ghost. It was the rug. It was dirty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You think that would scare you the most? Dirty things? Yeah, I'm good with yeah. the ghosts. I'm definitely yeah. good with the ghosts. <laughs> it's just the dirt. Listen, I can relate. That's great. Well, scary movies, they got a lot of theremins in there, don't they? They do, yeah. That's yeah. pretty much, you know, what put on the map. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Any famous ones you can think of? Famous horror movie? Well, the day the Earth stood still. I mean, that's Classic. pretty scary to think of robots. Yep. No, robots are very scary. No. Yep. No, robots and dirty carpet. Pretty much it for me. Okay. Yep. That, that's great. Uh, I, I never tire of the sound. It's always wonderful. But uh, I was wondering, Cornelius, uh, if you could, <laughs> if you could hold it for a minute and uh, play it. Once you get started, it's hard to stop, isn't it? That's it's, what it it's is. It's true. Yes, I just yes, can't. No, I, I, can't under, I understand. Myself. I understand. I understand. You've been away. Now you're excited to be here. It's okay. Uh, now, could you play me a little sitting down music? Something low and slow, like a fatberg being dislodged, a sewer grate into the Hudson. There it is. Great. Thank you. A little sitting down. Music. Always appreciate it. All right. Well, let's get going, ladies and gentlemen. My first guest. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, she's uh, in also from Los Angeles, Cornelius. She's uh, here on a book tour, and uh, she's written her first book, which is just marvelous. Here it is right here. It's called The Lady from the Black Lagoon, and we're going to learn all about the, the person responsible for creating the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, she's an author now and a producer. Please welcome Mallory O'Meara. Nice to see you. Do you have a microphone? Do I get a reading? 
Uh, well, you, you can certainly pick one if you want. Is this a Muppet want. tarot deck? Uh, this is a <laughs> Philadelphia-themed uh, Close uh, enough. Uh, thing designed by James Boyle. This one, though, uh, has the Philly fanatic on it. He's the fool uh, there, so very specific to that. Anyhow, Mallory, how are you? Overwhelmed and excited. How are you? Yeah, I noticed you took the second seat. <laughs> I, well, this, I mean, the, the microphone was sitting on this uh, for, one. First time that's happened. Okay, I'm we'll get gesturer. into it. I'm a I gotta get, I gotta get Okay, use that for your hand. That's going to be interesting. All right, good. Well, I'm glad you're here. Now, uh, tell us about Millicent Patrick, who is the person that, uh, the subject of your book. Who was she, and why don't we know more about her? So, Millicent Patrick is the designer of the creature from the Black Lagoon. She's the only woman who ever designed a universal classic monster. And the reason why we don't know more about her is that when Creature from the Black Lagoon came out, the Universal decided to send her on a press tour to promote the movie. Yep. But her boss at the Universal Monster Shop, a man named Bud Westmore, was so jealous of the attention that she was getting of her own creation that he fired her blacklisted her and by the time she got back on the tour she had from the tour she had no job and no one knew what happened to her for decades no one even knew if she was alive until you came along yes and there are a lot of parallels to your own life which is why you were drawn to the character yes I mean to the subject the person yes I'm a huge monster nerd and when I was 17 years old and saw Creature from the Black Lagoon for the first time I did like all nerds do and I went online to look at pictures of behind the scenes stuff and how the monster was made and I saw this woman working on the monster suit and it was the first time I had ever seen a woman working behind the scenes on a monster movie and she became my hero yeah and you even have a tattoo of, of I do this is yeah. it's there not the most convenient spot for a tattoo but I was running out of room <laughs> at the time so that's her with the creature that's her with a creature arm Yes. Well, it's in kind of creature is. Oh, know. I have to look all the way around. Okay. It's not the most convenient. Yes, spot. <laughs> I see. If I could a... do it all over again, I'd get it somewhere better. But well, okay. Running out of room. <laughs> Maybe you'll inspire other people to get them. I, fingers crossed. Although yeah. this, uh, the book cover features her and the creature arm, and yes. we were thinking about having the tattoo art, but I wanted to keep it for myself because I don't want anyone else to get this tattoo. So I get it. I get it. Tattoos are magical, aren't they? This one was. Yeah. I rec- if you want to write a book about anything, just get a tattoo of it. It's uh, really uh, worked out for me. Is that how it, how it happened? Yeah, actually, oh. the people who made it happen are in the back of the room right now. Two literary agents who yeah. said, hey, uh, that sounds like a great idea for a book. You should write it. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, But it is odd that somebody would find so many points of connection with the subject, isn't it? Was that at all spooky for you? Did you ever feel like you're being a little haunted by uh, Millicent's ghost? Funny you say that. There's actually some really weird coincidences that I did not put in the book because I didn't think that people would believe me. Yeah. Uh, the day I got this tattoo, I didn't even realize it, but it was her 100th birthday. Her 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. The day you got the tattoo. And the day the book came out, completely unintentionally, was this exact 65th anniversary of Creature from the Black Lagoon coming out. Wow, look at that. Isn't that something? How the cosmos talks to us <laughs> through time and space. Cosmos Amazing. likes monsters. It does. Well, I like the monster. I recently went back and watched the creature from the Black It Lagoon. holds up. It holds up. It's an efficient little picture. And uh, one of the things I like about it, you know, you look at some of these creatures, okay, out there in the movie. Uh, I thought you meant maybe in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll get to them in a minute. But, uh, no, you look at some of the, the, the creatures in movie, uh, fandom, moviedom, and uh, some of them you think, uh, not so much, right? Nosferatu, I'm not inviting him over for supper. You don't supper. like Nosferatu? Well, I don't feel a kinship with him is what I'm saying. I appreciate his role. Maybe but, you uh, clip your nails too much. It could, it could be that. I do like to keep things trim. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Thank you for noticing. Uh, but, no, but the creature... I have a sense of uh, empathy for. I feel, I feel uh, kind of a. He, hey there, lonely fella. What, what's going on with you? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's Millicent's work, isn't it? To yes, create that kind of. I think that's what makes a good movie monster. Yes. Well, they William, William Allen, who is the producer of the movie, he basically wanted a wet King Kong. He a wanted wet a, King Kong. Yes. Think Great about that. Great elevator pitch for creature from the Black Lagoon. A but wet he really King wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted a Beauty and the Beast story, and he yeah. wanted something that, I mean, the creature is not the bad guy of Creature from the Black Lagoon, something that really is heightened in Guillermo del Toro's Shape of Water, yeah. but he's just hanging out in his lagoon. He's yeah. not the villain, and Millicent Patrick's design of the creature really helps with that because he has so much humanity in him. He's not just a scary monster. You feel you feel bad for him. You do, you, and it's a love story, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, looking past the whole, like, taking a woman forcibly back to your cave and wanting to start a half gill man, half yeah, not human the best family. Line. Not great, okay? But still, you feel for them. It's, you, you want them to end up together, and that's what Shape of Water did, didn't yes, it? Yes, in a big way. <laughs> yeah, and people have kind of sex feelings about that fish, right? People do have sex feelings about that yeah. fish. Yeah. Uh, I get some of them in my signing lines, which is really interesting. <laughs> I've become like the, confe- the fish sex confessional because of this book. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any monster crushes? Uh, well, I'm a wolfman girl. Yeah. I am crazy about the wolfman, all werewolves. That's my dream is to see a female-designed, female-directed werewolf movie that is like a female werewolf. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I don't like to tell the creature this, but I'm, I belong to the wolfman. Oh, yeah. Any wolf uh, aficionados out there? Wolf people? Yeah. Oh, that's the right, that's the right response. A howl is the right way to do it. Oh, there's kind of a low rumble. Is that a monster? Yeah. I is don't that know us? What that is. It sounds like a wet King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a swim. <laughs> I don't like wet ghosts. I, w- I don't like when the monsters, okay, when it appears and it's a child, like in a thunderstorm, and they're just like suddenly there by you in the That's bedroom. That's extremely specific. Do you have really bad memories? <laughs> <laughs> it is, and I do. <laughs> and I do not like when the ghost is dripping. I do not like that. Because that tells me it's a little bit real. You know what I mean? Wait, on, on you or just on the floor? Just on the floor. If I see a puddle, then something... Okay, we've crossed... How can you tell if it's a ghost puddle or a real puddle? Oh. you got to touch it. I'm not going to touch the ghost puddle. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, Mallory. No way. No matter how much you encourage me, I'm not going to do it. Well, I like the film. I like to watch it because at one point, um, uh, the, the scientist, Kay... The yes. main lady there. Female scientist. Female Rest scientist. Rest in peace, Julie Adams. Yeah, she just died recently, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at one point, she just she's smoking a cigarette, and she flicks it into the lagoon. <laughs> this pristine lagoon that they've just found. Well, they it, don't it, know what's pristine, in there. Pristine. It is the black lagoon. Flicks the old cigarette. That's science for you right there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was 1954. <laughs> Who cares? Cigarette butts. <laughs> this is back when they thought cigarettes were good for you. That's right. Probably will help the uh, ecosystem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have a little bit of unfiltered... Uh, tobacco. <laughs> yeah. They also poisoned the thing at one point just to try Yeah, and with Rufinol. Yep. That also seems like a great idea. You know, it's the Black Lagoon. It's it's filled with cigarettes anyways. They might figure it might as well. <laughs> All right. It seems remarkably clear when you watch it. You're like, oh, there's... Anyhow. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the other thing I liked about it. Oh, it was a time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do you remember this? When you could just go swimming in a pair of trunks and have a knife on your waist. 
And the that good was old it. days. That was it. I long for those days of my youth. <laughs> Just pulling up to a swimming hole and diving in with my knife. Yeah, an ancient, untouched black lagoon <laughs> where you could right. just swim around untouched with a massive knife on your thigh. And it's, and, it, and it's in the Amazon, supposedly, though I think yes. it was probably filmed in Florida. Uh, but it was supposed to be in the Amazon. Now, yes. listen, if I'm swimming in the Amazon, my first thought, piranhas. That's right. But the creature's going to eat them all. Creature helps you out. You don't He's know that now. You. you don't know that. Now you know that. But then you didn't know it. You're jumping in there. It's an Amazon pond. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm worried about piranhas. Did you see the movie Piranhas? That's why you have the knife. For a, a piranha, They swarm you. They, they strip the cow you gotta be in seconds. Fast. I don't know. I don't think that I would be uh, the right candidate. To go in and take care of a that's you why know, you can't carry knives around school anymore. of uh, piranhas <laughs> and take, I wouldn't I, that would not be my role and I would be okay on the boat maybe you'd be the cigarette flicker uh, well I don't know about that but I, I w- and I'm not good on boats so maybe I would just be like back this at the like command center sounds like a nightmare center. for you it's wet there's boats yeah, it's piranhas not it's not good I don't like the film Mallory <laughs> I don't care for it it sounds like you're we just need a brings child brings up a lot a of issues for me brings up a lot of issues it's true are you okay. I was okay, but I was forced to, to watch it because of your book. You can do what I do and take your glasses off, so that way no one knows that you can't see what's on the screen, but you can't see. No one who? You Anyone mean the other the people theater. with me? <laughs> Watching you it, it alone? Home? You can watch horror movies alone. Are you crazy? <laughs> you know what I like to do? Watch it with the sound off. Watch it with a cat. Then it's not... Watch it with a cat? Yeah. No, that's not, that's not a good recipe for me. But... Uh, <laughs> Are you scared of cats, too? Uh, yes. Oh, jeez. No, well, no, uh, no, just a little allergic to them. That's all. Oh, okay. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay. I went over to a dance rehearsal at Audrey. She had a cat. I was deathly uh, allergic to it, but I, I went through it. I did okay. I'm okay. I'm all right We're here. now. We're it's good. okay. Um, you have a lot of cats, right? Too many cats. Yeah, like 25 or something? I have above the legal limit in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> Hopefully there's no cops in the audience. Do they just make, they just breed, they just replicate when you're there? They're not. I mean, do you acquire them or do they like, just grow? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what they're I'm trying like to say? They're not like splitting in two and making more cats. That's they're all I mean. neutered. Like the they're trouble all trash with cats. Yeah. Okay. It's, trash my, cats. it's my motley horde of garbage cats. Okay. All right. Why would you buy a cat when you can find one in the garbage for free? Sound advice. <laughs> Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> uh, okay. And, uh, but uh, Millicent, though, you're the subject of the book. She was also an animator at Disney. She, she was one of on, the first female animators at Disney. She worked on Fantasia. She did. The movie, not the singer. Yep. Yep. And uh, did, the, did the big demon in that, is that? Yes, no. absolutely. Well, my, uh, my favorite animated monster. Yeah. But what's it called? Uh, Chernabog. Chernabog. He's Chernabog, a, yes. He's based off a Slavic deity. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> All the best ones are. <laughs> uh, and, so, and the book is going well. So far, I'm here, so far, aren't I? You're here, and you're, you're going to be uh, you're going to be signing some books tomorrow. Is yeah, that it? Tomorrow night, I'm at Books Are Magic in Brooklyn with uh, author Maria Devana Headley, and we're going to be talking about women and monsters and signing books. It's terrific. And the thing is, you realize when you read this book that there must be uh, hundreds, if not thousands, more women out there who were part of pushing culture forward. Absolutely. And, and remain invisible, uh, hopefully not much longer thanks to your work and others, and that uh, will continue uh, to, to reveal all these great creators that are out there. Working on it. Yeah, it's terrific. Well, the book, again, ladies and gentlemen, here it is, The Lady from the Black Lagoon. Uh, I encourage you to go out and get it and uh, read it. It's a great, great story. I appreciate you watching Creature, even though it really scared you. It really scared me, Mallory. I'm still I scared. I really appreciate it. Well, you can hug the book. I'm going to hug the book. 
for the rest of my life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mallory O'Meara. Now, you can stick around. Mallory, hold on. You can stick around. Stick around. Stay stay up here. You can move down. I should or have just brought my bourbon. Stay where you are. You can go and get it if you need nah, to. That's all right. Okay. But stick around. You don't need the microphone necessarily. There we go. <laughs> I know. This is just getting you ready for the rest of the book tour. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You doing okay? Good. We're going to bring up our next guest. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's a terrific comedian. Uh, he's been over there on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he's been a lot of other shows all over the country. He's just terrific. He hosts his own podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Monroe Martin, everybody. There we go. Monroe, how are you? Welcome. There you go. I like it. That's yeah. dope. It's creepy, but yeah. like, you just need some bass, and you got like a new Migo song. <laughs> yes. I fucks with it. I'm like, I like it. A Thurman. Yes. You didn't think I knew that? No, I th- I, I, I yeah, know. I know. Uh, I didn't I think I about knew it, it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you know it. And uh, now, uh, uh, Monroe, you like scary movies? Can you watch them? Yeah, I like I like scary movies. I, I do. No, I really do. I like, bro, I like those, what do they call them, horror porn? Like, I like, like, <laughs> not like porn, but you just like, like yeah, The Saw and Final the Destination. Saw. Very different. Horror porn is definitely, okay. <laughs> I don't like horror porn. <laughs> Let's Torture <clear> porn. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. that's right either. I, I don't What's know. it called? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> But, like, okay. not when people, like, you get what the fuck I'm talking about. We too, get you. Okay. I don't want to get. No, no, no. It's, in. That's okay. <laughs> oh, we're, it's still. You really. like torture porn. <laughs> like, no, I don't. Okay. But if you, had to, if you had a creature that was out there, what would, what would be your creature? Would it be a single monster? Or would you like a swarm? Uh, what, what kind of uh, monster movie would you like? Uh, I liked the monster from Jeepers Creepers until they made him, like, all weird and shit. Yeah. Like for in the begin the first Jeepers Creepers it was good and then two and three was like all right this is done yeah too much yeah, yeah. but yeah. I like that he won in the end yeah like he, you want to root for a monster yes yeah I want a monster that I can root for yeah well yeah. the creature is like that I think you check it out yeah. I never seen the creature it's too old for me to like <laughs> watch I'm in a it's scary but it's like no how when did it come out. I'm not watching anything from 1954. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch a movie in 1954, so that's a black joke. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought y'all were good back. <laughs> well, now, now shifting gears, not talking about horror movies, but you recently got married. Yes, I got married in yeah. October. Thank you. October 2nd. Remember the date. Remember the date. Just in case I forget. And, and yeah. How's it going? So far, it's, so good? Yeah, it's going yeah. good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes. Is she here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see her walk in. Uh, but uh, you would know. Uh, but uh, are you petty in a relationship? Do little things get on your nerves at all? Oh, yeah. I'm Petty Patrick. I am the pettiest. <laughs> I am the pettiest person. And I know if I ever get a divorce, it'll be because of that. Yeah. Like she leaves. She know I hate it when she like leaves cups out because she'll drink something, put it down and leave it there forever. Yes. Right. So what yeah. I do is I leave the toilet seat up. I make sure that the toilet paper is touching the ground. <laughs> I do a but what? She hates it when there's food in the sink. It's yep. food city. 
I'm I'm petty. And yep. then that yep. way when she says something, I go, Well, you did that and I had to clean it up. And she's uh-huh. like, Well, that's not the point. Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah. Seems like you're off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, you know. Just <laughs> learning from a parent. <laughs> yeah. <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> That does seem like it would be the basis of a good scary movie a little bit. Just two people that get on each other's nerves slowly over the course of like 60 years or so. I think that is a great snap. scary movie. Yeah. The toilet paper touching the floor. The toilet paper touching the floor is hilarious because I can blame it on a cat. <laughs> you also have a cat. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah but I love it. And okay. No, yeah, you will, you will love it too. You won't sneeze. He's no. Hairless. Hair hair and I bought her. Sorry. That's okay. I have yeah. enough trash cats for both of us. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's I didn't probably, want to there's probably enough cat. trash cats for everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think about it, and I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Monroe, we have a lot in common, obviously. We're both tall, good-looking fellas. Uh, tell them both, about it. Both from Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, and we were talking about the Philly deck uh, here, the tarot deck, which is great. Um, but now, uh, you talked about Philadelphia once as being a very aggressive city. Very, very aggressive. People, yeah. I don't know why it's called the city of brotherly love. We don't love each other. We don't love anybody. <laughs> we don't want you there. You're just taking up space, taking pictures. It's a bell, okay? They're going to take a picture of the Liberty Bell. Yeah. See that shit on Google. That's right. Doesn't even work. It doesn't. It's broken. Broken. It's a broken bell. Yes. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> uh, you said it was confrontational, which I like, because I remember there was a story of that sweet little robot that they were sent all around the country. And it was this little robot, yes, and then they got to Philadelphia and just beat him up with a baseball bat. This <laughs> sweet little robot destroyed them yes. right there. That's Philadelphia. I read that the FedEx was going to have these delivery robots for your mail and your packages. Don't send anything to Philadelphia. Don't. <laughs> you will never see that again. Just get it yourself. Just do without. <laughs> That's right. Do without. Do without. The future could be the Jetsons, everybody living in those dome cities, but on the ground, Philadelphia, still going to be there listening to sports radio, <laughs> beating up robots with Just waiting, bats. They're waiting for you to come down. As soon as you get out that sky... <laughs> Future man is on. <laughs> we just hate happiness. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Like people, like I have a friend who uh, does not want to try sushi, and I don't know why. Yeah. He calls them uh, Chinese nuggets. I'm like, that's not nice or accurate no, in, in any way. In any way, and he's like, I don't, <laughs> we, I don't want them Chinese nuggets. That's not what it is. And keep your voice down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you like robots generally? We were talking about them earlier. I yeah, I like them. You'd be okay with robots? I'll be okay, depending on what they're doing. Yeah, I, I'm nervous about robots. Yeah, with like uh, art, like AI. Yeah, the whole thing, the singularity. I, mm-hmm. I know, I know two things to be true. One that that Shen Yun dance thing is some kind of covert spy operation. <laughs> You're with me. I've got chills down the back of my neck. Like, <laughs> right? It's scary to think about. Yeah. And, and that the, um, the, the Roomba is measuring our homes for nefarious purposes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we knew this already. <laughs> we knew all this already. That's you got Siri. Do you think she really wants to do shit for you? No, she just wants to collect your data. Yeah, that's right. That's it. I got Google Home. Yeah. I got it. Control all my lights. I know it's listening to me. You're okay with it? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm gonna yeah. die someday. <laughs> I have nothing. I'm at not at the hand special. of the robot. <laughs> at the hand of the robot, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bleak future for yeah. you, there, Monroe. <laughs> 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 it sounds terrifying. 
Well, you were you were on the Tonight Show with Jimmy yes. Fallon. That's a big deal, a big excitement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it didn't really hit me until afterwards. Yeah, I'm more of a person like I get nervous after the fact. Like during, I'm like fine, and after, how was it that I bombed? Did they like me? Yeah. So after the fact, I got really excited. I got the uh, Quest Love made me sign this drumsticks. That's pretty. No, good. no one cares. I care. I care. It's man. Quest Love. I got That's the. He thought that we were related. He was like, "Hey, <laughs> my dad got around a lot, and we looked similar." <laughs> Is your dad named James? I was like, no, his name was Monroe, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for trying to give so me a dad. Good. That's what you're trying to do. That's really nice of him. Yeah. Well, uh, I was recently over there at the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. You ever okay. go over there? Never. I don't go no. to wax museums. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to take don't pictures of wax celebrities. Well, I don't know. That's just weird to me. Sorry. Okay. All right. Not well, saying you're weird. Just, no, I get it. Hey, here's a person. That, here's a picture <laughs> with somebody who's not real. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I'm they sorry. They look real though, kinda. No. And so I was there, uh, uh, <laughs> Madame Tussauds. Though I mean, she was a real person, and she made wax figures of all her friends. Just to have something to talk, you know, to, to do. Yeah, that's creepy. It's creepy. But anyway, anyway, the point I bring that up because uh, they had a Jimmy Fallon there. And I was wondering how close to that you think Jimmy is. I got to see the the wax sculpture, but Jimmy, did they get the height? He was sitting. Oh, then I he looked know. a little like Elon Musk. I don't know. Now that you think about it, Jimmy does look like a skinny Elon Musk. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, or does Elon Musk look like a fat Jimmy? Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's a sponsor of this show, and I don't want anything to damage my relationship. When I'm sorry, I apologize. I move my place from SpaceX when I get up there. Oh, up and back. That's what they can do, and it's so great. But you wouldn't go to a wax museum. You don't like them. Okay, fine. No, I, I probably will. If when people come to New York and they're like, hey, what is there to do? Then I may go, let's go to the wax museum. I like this. I like. Will you yeah. call me? Do you live I'd like here? to go with you. No, but I'd like to go along. I oh, like yeah, to hell yeah. For... We got to make fun of them, though. Yeah. I just like making fun of people for enjoying the shit that I'm too afraid to do. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm a bully. <laughs> oh, you want to go to the Statue of Liberty? I want to go, but I'm never going to go by myself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, now with the marriage, are people pressuring you for the kids? Once you have kids, are they asking you about that? Yeah, well, it's just my mom. <laughs> It's just my mom, my grandmother's like enjoy life, and my sisters, they have kids already. So they're like, don't do it. <laughs> I was like, mm mm, just take these. Don't worry. Do you, do you like kids though, generally? Uh, legally, yes, in a legal way. Yeah, I don't no, know. no. <laughs> <laughs> just to put it out there, I don't know. Put that sound bite out there. You like kids? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, kids are fine. <laughs> yeah. Kids are fine depending on what uh, they're doing. And what they have on their hands. Yes. That's Two it. Crucial points. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Clean kids, excellent. Yeah. Dirty, wild kids with sticky hands, I hate them. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. I don't care for them myself. Yeah. Uh, I was able to sort of help raise my niece's daughter, and she's fine. But it's okay. the, other, the other people's children. Mm-mm. I don't need to be The ones that, that aren't your family? Yeah. Yeah, no. Even the ones that are my family. Uh, the ones you don't uh, what like. What do I need to ones? do anything with them? I don't need to, yeah. We don't have anything in common. I got it. I tried to be like that in the beginning. Yeah. Like, uh, my niece was the first one, and I was like, uncle of the year. I brought her everywhere with me, uh, all that. And then my sister had another kid, 
And then I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Because then she kept having kids. And I'm like, well, you're on your own. I'll send a gift card that they all split. I send a $100 gift card, and I go, whoever's birthday just takes it. Just splits it up there. Split it up. Nice. Divvy it up. That's very thoughtful. Yeah, man. That's yeah. Now, what's the podcast that you have, No Need for Apologies? Podcast called No Need for Apologies. It's me and my best friend, uh, also from Philadelphia. Yep. And we just uh, we cover topical stuff just in our own view. Yep. Just and, like this show. Just like this show. Yep. You know? and uh, but No, we don't beat up robots. I actually talk to Google all the time, so our co-host is a robot. Whoa. Man. Google That's don't big. know shit, just so y'all know. <laughs> Every time I ask Google something... Sorry, I do not know. Like, you're dumb. <laughs> Too deep for it. Too, Too deep. deep for it. Well, you got some shows coming up? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm working on a one-man show about my life. Wow. About growing up in foster care. That's so, right. yeah. And how that shaped my relationships that I build with people, yep. platonic and romantic in my family. So come out to that. At Fat Black Pussycat. Am I allowed to plug here? You're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. Just follow me on stuff. Yes, absolutely. Monroe <laughs> Martin, everybody. That's great. Slide down? Yeah, everybody can slide down. Or just take that one. Mallory likes the second seat. She's going to stay in the second seat. <laughs> I like it. You're changing everything up, and I love it. It's really exciting. I, just fantastic. Oh, folks. Okay, our next guest... Uh, just a comedy great, uh, just uh, back from uh, Texas, as I understand it, and um, my goodness, he's, maybe you've seen a couple of his specials that he's got there on, why am I standing up so slowly? I don't know, I don't know, I wasn't sure if I was going to stand, and now I am. Uh, he's got a couple of specials on Netflix, maybe you've seen the Crowdwork Tour, Spicy Honey, he's the host of the Todd Berry Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Berry. From behind. <laughs> Welcome, Todd. Thank you. Oh, wow. Huh? Not a lot of people have a visual element to their podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so raises things that up. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you never know. Don't you worry about like someone calling in sick or something? <laughs> oh, you mean one of the dancers? Like, I host the podcast, but I just have one guest, and I worry that they're not going to show up. Oh, yeah. Well, Alex was supposed to be here, and uh, she had an issue, so now it's just us. Well, as long as your dancers showed up. Yeah, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Now, uh, you uh, just flew in. Yeah, I just got in from, uh, I landed a f just like an hour and a half ago from uh, South by Southwest. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> no, I went to South by Southwest, and I told the... Uh, the pilot, you know, they, it was a little delayed. I said, put the pedal to the metal. I got a podcast taping ahead, too. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Now, you an American Advantage guy, a Delta Sky Priority? Oh, this is my favorite subject ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am United Gold. What? I don't even, they're not even a good airline, but... <laughs> You get trapped, you know, you start out on United, then you're like, oh, I got the <laughs> yeah. gold status, well, I'm yep. not going to not use my gold status next year. And yeah. before you know it, you're just spending $800 for a $300 ticket cause <laughs> for brand loyalty. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but you have a good time down there in Austin. I did. Uh, you get the Migas for breakfast? The what? The Migas. I don't think I did. No, it's like they got the corn chips and the eggs and the salsa. 
Oh, no, I didn't get Like no. Frito pie? I've had Frito it's pie. It's a little bit like a Frito it's pie. Not, no, I'm not an egg guy. Not an egg guy, so yeah. you wouldn't be drawn to it. I would not be drawn to that. No. I'd be repelled by it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, you want to have migas? I'd be, I'd be get that away from me. Yeah, recoil even. Reco- yes. Yeah, recoil is probably a better word. Yeah, well. It's like you were kind of poking me there. <laughs> I think the recoil is what you were looking for. <laughs> I'm just helping. I'm just helping. I know that. Lifting. Uh, and you see the bats. They've got a lot of bats down there. We're talking about scary stuff. I've tried bats. to see the bats, and I've never successfully seen the bats. No, it's a big swarm of bats. Very scary. I know, but they're never around when I... Uh... Not there. Not the timing. It hasn't been right for you. <sighs> Story of my life. <laughs> is that, would that be scary for you? Bats? Yeah. No, because you kind of stand on a bridge, and then they're down in this little area. So I, I can't imagine it would be too scary. It's a but, lot of them, though. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. What if that was playing while you're looking at them? <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. If yeah. they brought a theremin player, I would be like, oh, man. <laughs> All right. There's a theremin. I'll tell you what does scare me. The lower level of uh, CVS. When a CVS, you know when they have a basement level? A CVS, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like a split-level drugstore. I like a one-level Walgreens. There's times, yeah, there's like clothing stores where it's like, uh, where's the men's section? Upstairs? All right, we'll find another store. <laughs> That's right. I'm not walking up steps. <laughs> no way. Buy a shirt. <laughs> don't need it. Why do they do that to us? Uh, you know, some buildings need to be more than one story, I guess. That was the tolerant version of what I... You know what else I don't like, Todd? I'm going to tell you about some things I don't like. Oh, I love talking about when you're at LaGuardia, when you're at LaGuardia, uh-huh. which is really New York's basement. When you're there at LaGuardia and you're in the in the restroom there, uh huh. And somebody's in this. I like to use the stall. I want you to have enough room there. When when you, I like to use the stall because I like to hang up my coat. I like to sometimes put my luggage up there. But when you're in there and somebody is talking on a very long phone conversation, yeah, I don't I don't care for that. That's not where I would choose to make my long-distance call. Looks like you should be a urinal guy, then. <laughs> I wouldn't like it there, either. There are people on the phone at urinals, though. Yes. I've seen What's that. happening there? I don't know. What are we I doing? I kind of get in and out of the airport bathrooms. <laughs> you don't linger, do I you? I don't bring, like, hooks or stuff for my code and things. Sometimes they don't have the hook. Oh, It would be God. helpful to have one of those 3M things where you can just temporarily put it up, and then easy <laughs> removal. Easy enough to travel with one of those, aren't they? They are. I, I think I'm going to start packing one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, isn't it? Todd, <laughs> do you get into self-care and all that? Crystals, meditation, what have you? No, I have the, the Calm app. The Calm app on yeah. the phone, which yeah. allows you to do some meditation and that kind of thing. Yeah, and there was another one I had, I think it was Headspace, and I, I couldn't listen to it because the person pronounced often as often. Oh. And it just... Uh, it just did the opposite of relax me. <laughs> I don't even know if often is an acceptable way to say that word, but it... I, I would not it, say that. Often. Often. Almost like it has two Fs. I know. Yeah. It seems right. Yeah, then you're relaxed. Um, I've tried the meditation app, and yeah. I, uh, I get very distracted. By the app itself, or just other things going on in your life? You know, what's going on in my head. Yeah, yeah. Too many thoughts in there. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Is there still an audience here? I'm used to killing. Oh, it's happening. Okay. (laughs) They're dead. Um, 
But see, the reason I ask about <laughs> self-care, because, uh, you know, New York City, my gosh, there's a lot of celebrities walking around, aren't there? I saw Larry David cross the street once. I saw that Liev Shriver. Shriver? Oh, you Shriver. see him. you got to see him twice a week. Liev yeah, I see, I see him a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, then about three or four years ago, I saw Todd Berry. And I think that Holy I saw, shit. this was in uh, NoHo. You ever go up there? You like it up there? I've been to NoHo. Yeah, no, I know you've been to NoHo because I saw you. Three or four years ago, I walked past this place, and I seen you walking into a juice place. A juice place. A juice place. I know. That's why. I, that was my reaction, too. That was my reaction. I thought, my gosh, Todd Berry in line for a juice. Which juice place was this? Or some kind of pressery or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Must have been treating myself. Must have been my, <laughs> Must have been I... my birthday. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought, my gosh, there's a guy that takes care of himself. This is wonderful. It changed my life. It put me on a path to become a better person. Did you start juicing actively since <laughs> I did buy a juicer. Did you really? Yeah, can't say I've used it a lot. Can you imagine washing that thing? It's oh a my lot god. to clean. Oh my god! The beet stuff gets everywhere. Ugh, beets. Yeah, you yeah. heard me. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you very intensely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you, you take care of yourself though, in some way. Um, well, I have a gym in my building, and from time to time, I will go on the uh, treadmill for twenty-five minutes, which I think is the wow. bare minimum. Yeah. That counts as exercise. <laughs> yes. It was that shocking. <laughs> when you've uh, performed in comedy clubs as long as I have, you let that shit go. Oh, yeah. Don't even respond, <laughs> right? can't respond to every glass drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now, uh, you, you also, you're a germaphobe a little bit, right? I am. I'm, uh, yeah. I am, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but you, have, you, you, you have a cat, though. Wait, that can't happen twice. <laughs> At least the, the, the first time is yeah, fine. Feedback the starting is all. Oh my god! But you uh, have a cat. You're not worried about the. I don't have a cat. I have a kitten. A kitten. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why wonderful. I, that's why I clarified. Oh, thank you. Now Mallory has a lot of cats. Did you find it in the trash? Do I what? Did you find it in the trash? No, I didn't. I certainly didn't buy it either. Wow. <laughs> Would you like? Would you like drive to Connecticut with a briefcase full of cash or something? Oh, no! I adopted one from the SPCA. You adopted one. That sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. a wonderful thing to do. Uh, knowing that you all are cat people, I got yeah. you something too. Uh, here's you can spread those down. There's little glow in the dark cats for everybody. Oh my God! Look at that! I know you guys love cats. And Audrey, there's one for you here too. You can split it with Lillian. Uh, that's terrific. Uh, now, you do, you talk about your birthday. You have a birthday coming up. Yeah, March 26th. March 26th. My goodness. It's Thanks. coming right up. That's terrific. And Aries. I am an Aries. Now, what I thought, because I figured you were probably tuned into the cosmos as oh, I yeah, am, I'm too. A big, I'm big into astrology. Big into astrology. I thought what I'd do is look up your birthday. Okay. And see what the people say about March 26th. Wow. Okay. And then I want you to tell me if this rings true for You're you. You're ambushing me with this. Yeah, this is a gotcha moment. <laughs> Are you ready? Didn't think about that on United. Okay. <clears throat> Here's what it says. March 26th, Aries. You are smart and enthusiastic. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, I knew you would. You have a great sense of humor oh that God. brings smiles to so many faces. Oh, my God. Did I write this? <laughs> it comes naturally to say some of the things you do sometimes you don't think before you speak. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> 
You have a budget plan that you live by, but sometimes may be motivated to venture off momentarily to treat yourself to a much-deserved award. How do we go from this guy's hilarious to he's got a budget plan? (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, you you like to treat yourself. That was the juice, wasn't it? The juice. It was the juice. It was the occasional uh, pedicure. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah? Not a lot, like once every three months. Once every that I mean, that's more than I've ever done it. You should do it. Yeah? Yeah. Feels good. You go in by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever brought a friend to that. <laughs> uh, a lady does it for you? A lady, generally, yeah. yeah I think yeah. I've only had, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know how many male pedicures there are out there. But it'd be worth research. <laughs> that's a good idea for a book, isn't it, Mallory? <laughs> I don't know if you have a tattoo about that yet, but if you get one, then you have to write the book. Well, this leads into the next thing. Your health is maintained with very little effort. Oh, well, then that 25 minutes is fine. Then I'm... <laughs> That's right. It's uncanny, isn't it? <laughs> you like a partner that is spontaneous since you are not. At the same time, you need patience and suppleness. Suppleness? That's what it says. Ooh. It's just a random website I looked up. It says suppleness. No, that's a good horoscope. It mentions funny budgets and suppleness. <laughs> the three pillars. Now, uh, also, you share a birthday with a couple of greats. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Jimmy Kahn. Right. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Oh, really? Vicki Lawrence. Did Did you memorize these? And uh, Diana Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross. Also, Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah, Steven Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Diana Ross, who celebrated her birthday last month at the Grammys. Did, Did she? She? Yeah, she? It's my birthday. It made everybody do a big number, and uh, it's a month in advance. Very Aries thing to do, isn't it? She really did that? She did, yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday 30 days from now. <laughs> Get ready. Wow, that is pushing it. <laughs> yeah. But you like it. You like to, sell, you like to tell people about your birthday? Oh, like I to have a big birthday? I uh, I don't usually have like a big party or anything, although I have had a big party. Yeah. Or a relatively big party. Uh, I try to bring it up a lot. Like I'll tweet about it in a funny way. Yeah. Uh, Facebook about it in a funny way. Uh, 25 Instagram posts about it in a funny way. It's a lot of social media time. But I would never like go to a show and no. do, do what people do at comedy clubs where it's like, it's my birthday. <laughs> You mean as an audience member? That's where I draw the line, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would be awkward, I think, if you showed up to a comedy club as an audience member. Right. Like, it's my birthday. That just, that alone is weird, right? Yeah, yeah, the whole, that setup is Yeah, then go go see some comedy tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) You get a sheet cake? Man, yes. I told you no personal questions, man. You know what I think the ultimate cake? A sheet cake is, that's like a low rent kind of like one yeah. layer. Yep. I don't, shouldn't have said low rent. That was, if there are any bakers. <laughs> Specifically, if there are any sheet bakers. <laughs> I apologize to you. I like, you know what the ultimate cake is for me? What's that? Vanilla cake with vanilla motherfucking icing. Wow. Sorry for the, I don't know if profanities are it's loud. It's okay. It's okay. I rarely use them. <laughs> Especially well, when I'm talking about vanilla cake. <laughs> But uh, what, what made you think, do I look like a sheet cake kind of guy? I just thought simple, uh, to the point. Well, I mean, you vanilla on vanilla is pretty it's simple. It's pretty simple. I wasn't that far off. No, I mean, I no. guess 
That could also work as a sheet cake now that I'm <laughs> weirdly thinking about it. <laughs> now I'm hungry for one. Let's, get, let's make one after the show. That sounds like a great idea. I think we can, uh, a medium size, we could get this whole audience involved. <laughs> you like group baking? Oh, <laughs> uh, I've never. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't appeal. Doesn't seem like it would appeal to you, with the germs and everything. I know. I mean, I have an occasional she cake party, but. <laughs> but this year, what are you going to do? A cruise? You going to do anything like that? Big, big time? Is yeah, it a I'm going to go birthday? on a cruise. I think. <laughs> <laughs> is it a big birthday? People ask that. Is it a big one? Is this a big it's one? It's a disgusting one. It's a disgusting one. Yeah, I don't even want. Filthy see. numbers. Prime numbers. Uh, I forgot what prime numbers are, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm embarrassed that I forgot what prime numbers are. You know, the ones that can't really be divided. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, can any number be divided? Wow, well, this uh, could get really eventually, boring. We've entered the math section. This is the budgeter in me, you know? <laughs> I need my Quicken software right now. Uh, well, uh, I hope you have a great, great birthday. Are we winding down? Yeah, yeah. I feel I like just, I should I was, have had the longest segment, don't you think? I feel like the, we, I feel like you're right in in line. I a almost little, when little I, it's funny when you introduced. I'd forgotten Monroe was on the show, and I heard like yeah. he's been on the Tonight Show. I'm like, I've never been on the fucking Tonight Show. Got upset. I was ready to storm out and yell at you. Yeah. And I realized, oh, it wasn't me who'd been on the Tonight Show. <laughs> Are we allowed to address what's going on up there? This is every show. Every show, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Legendary performer, though. Oh, is he? Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Uh, a great uh, professor of the circus arts. Juggler, Holy shit. Burlesque performer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Welcome aboard. <laughs> he takes it in no matter what. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Eyes closed, open, it all comes in. Oh, I have... No one has more people sleeping at their shows than me, so I... <laughs> it looks like a, looks like a mattress firm when my shows. can't believe I'm using mattress firm reference. <laughs> Ten years ago, I would have said sleepies. <laughs> I like that you updated I up, it. Yeah, I updated that yeah. little jam. Yeah. Now everything, you get it by the mail. You don't even go to the mattress Can store. we do another ten minutes? I'm kind of... I mean, I got off a plane and ran you, right You got ten there. minutes? No, no, no. I don't want to Yeah, we can people. do ten. You want to do ten? No, no, Tight no, ten no. on mattresses? No, now I put pressure. You want to do it? He's oh, <laughs> using the lingo, tight ten. <laughs> Must know you a few to, comments. You want to talk about the foam layer? You want to talk about the spring coils? Uh, I would it used like to be. It used to be. Sorry to interrupt, Todd. It used to be. You go to a mattress store. That was a very erotic experience. Be a nice date to go when you're lying down there on the mattress. With yeah, a in lady. the middle of Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> Top floor at Macy's. You get the wooden elevator uh, escalator here. You ever take that? I have. I probably have taken that. Yeah, it's fun. Monroe, you'd like it. Yeah. Escalator made of wood, Monroe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, Philly. We have them all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> That's right in Norristown. <laughs> See, that's Philly. <laughs> it's weird that you know the year that happened. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, and then we'll, then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay. You went to school down there in Florida. University of Florida. Yeah, at Gainesville. Gainesville. Yeah. One of our great cities. It's not a bad city. Yeah, it's okay. Have you been there? I have been recently, yes. What were you yeah. doing there? Driving through. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I also went... They, no, they had no... They, 
I'll tell you, I've been there a couple times. I've been there a couple times. Recently, I didn't spend a lot of time there. But uh, I went to the abandoned water park that they have there. It's kind of a marine land. For, they have, like, uh, dolphins and... Uh, yeah, they like closed a, that when I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> it made its mark. But, you know, the creature from the Black Lagoon filmed down there. Oh, in, really? In, in Florida. Do you ever go to any of the lagoons? No, I'm not a big lagoon guy. I'm missing out? You don't know what you'll find. You can flick cigarettes in there all you want. I could take up smoking and then start flicking cigarettes? <laughs> That's right. What else are you going to do down there? Um, you're right. There really is nothing but lagoons. <laughs> well, what is your main activity in Gainesville, Gainesville, Florida? Thank you, Mallory. <laughs> you mean during college? Yeah. What it, it's like lagoons and then nothing. I blew it. <laughs> <laughs> four, and, four years and... <laughs> not a single lagoon. Not a single lagoon. <laughs> Do you, you like point? those movies, though, the scary movies? I'm not. Uh, those are the type of movies, like, if someone I want to hang out with will go to that movie, then I'll go, all right, I'll go to that movie. But I would never say, let's go see a horror film. No, not the first I like a gritty. I like an indie gem, you know, a gritty indie gem. <laughs> Character-based. <laughs> a character. Okay. character-based movie. All right. <laughs> Making a, str- making a strong case for the... He does well, a lot of the movies, yeah. gasping for air when he's on land. That yeah. part's pretty cool. <laughs> <A lot. gasps> yeah. <laughs> you can get that in indie pictures, too. Yeah, Noah Baumbach always has at least one scene like that. <laughs> Somebody wanders through. Nice little cameo. Have you done any of those? What? Uh, indie pictures like that? Where you I was in The Wrestler. Through? Yeah, yeah that's, a big, that's a big movie. Why do you say that? Just the <laughs> oh, we're going back to the creature. <laughs> okay. Uh, she wrote a book all about it. I know. Yeah. I read it twice. <laughs> On your, in, in like the United Lounge. Yeah, they have it out there for free. <laughs> they have like Ink Magazine, INC, and then your book. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I'm on fire tonight all of a sudden. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. Not a slow star, but now I'm destroying. <laughs> um, what was your question? It was about, uh, oh, yeah. Your movie career. Indie, yeah, I was yeah. in The Wrestler. Yeah, in The Wrestler. Mickey Rourke's uh, asshole boss in the grocery store. Yeah, it was great. Uh, that person That's all loved I was looking it. for. <laughs> One person applauding six times. One That's good. That's so great. That's why I do movies. And you've been on the Bob's Burgers? You got anything like that coming up? I was just on Bob's Burgers uh, last Sunday. Like this week, right? That's yeah. great. That's a great project. You like yeah. doing the voiceover? I do. It's easy. You show up. You know, you don't have to shave. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, just roll just in. Just show up with this beautiful voice, and we're in. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm starting to figure out your groove, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I have to come back and do this again yeah. So oh, now that yeah. I get it. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> I can't wait. Seriously, you don't want me on your show again? No, I'm saying I can't okay. wait. You said it a little. You said no, it a little no, bit. no, no. Todd, it's been three years of emails. I saw you at the Juice <laughs> Place. I emailed you right away, and then it's been three years. And I saw you in a basement in San Francisco. You were gambling, and I said, "Gosh, I don't know if things have hit a, a tough spot for him." But then, but then I said, "Listen, you come on the show. You can talk about cats. Do whatever you want." All right, and you did, and yeah. it's great. We never talked about cat litter. Like, what are you? Oh, oh, I'm like a feline pine person. Oh, really? That's what, what they gave I'm me sorry. at the SPCA. What? Feline pine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? It's the litter that's like each piece is the size of a peanut. What do you mean? 
You see, this is whoa, what people whoa, whoa. came here for. This is going to get really ugly right now. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fine. You didn't even tell me the kitten's name. Oh, her name. Oh, okay. I could tell you. Tell us the kitten's name. Can I tell you a tiny story about the kitten? Tell us the kitten's story. Yeah. Well, her name is Michaeline. Yeah. Which I'd never heard that name before. Yeah. But it was the name she had. And I looked it up and it was like the ranked 17,000th baby name. Yeah. Then later on, I went online again and I looked up Michaeline. I saw ASPCA hyphen Michaeline. I was like, oh my God, is this a website for my cat? So I clicked on it and it was like a cat that sort of looked like mine, but it was 10 years old. And so I started going, oh, this. What, did they switch some name tags or something? And now I, there's a medical history that I don't know about because they switched the name tag. Yeah. So I wrote to them. I go, hey, my cat's named Michaeline also. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we repeat names. <laughs> you repeat the 17,000th most popular <laughs> You had 16,900 names you could have chosen. <laughs> and you're reusing Michaeline? That's my little name story. <laughs> I think we can roll credits with that one. <laughs> Pretty great. You sure it's not Michelin? No, it's Michaeline. I, okay. I, I actually okay. went on. Because that is a name I've heard. And it's a, a little, I went on YouTube and found chubby it. I put in Michaeline and I found it like a reporter, NPR report or something. Oh. And she said, I'm Michaeline. I forgot her last name. But I was like, all right, that's a cool name. God bless her. That's wonderful. <laughs> are, you got, are you blessing my kid? I'm blessing it all. It's been so much fun. Todd Berry, ladies and gentlemen. So what a kitten story. Oh, I learned a lot here tonight. Let's thank all of our guests, Todd Berry, Mallory O'Meara, Monroe Martin, and uh, Cornelius Loy back here. Our dancers, the Deep Night Dancers, Audrey and Lillian, thanks to the Slipper Room. And uh, thanks to Catherine Lamb, who designed our great poster. I'm Dale Seaver. Have a wonderful night. Thanks for being here. Wowie. Well, <laughs> I mean, go buy Mallory's book. Go see Monroe. Go see Todd. Watch the creature from the Black Lagoon. Wish Todd a happy birthday if you see him at the juice place. Now, uh, just a note of clarification. If you listen to the episode and you didn't know what was going on, uh, at one point, Todd uh, Barry references a situation in the front row. And uh, what you're not seeing there is the fact that every night at the Slipper Room, they have a seat uh, table reserved for Hovey Burgess. Hubby Burgess got a long white beard, and he's very noticeable. He's also a legendary uh, circus performer and instructor who taught at NYU for, I don't know, 52 years or something before he retired uh, just this last year. So uh, he's a kind of titan in this uh, sort of vaudeville burlesque scene, and he's got a special place of honor there. Now, that doesn't mean that he also doesn't sleep during most of the program. <laughs> at least that's my experience. When he's awake, a generous laugher. And I'm always, I always uh, acknowledge him and always nice to see him there. Sometimes he's eating, which uh, throws me off a little bit uh, when it's sushi. But uh, on this occasion, he was just uh, there and having a nice time. And by the time we got to the later part of the segment, he does perk up again once the dancing girls come out for the burlesque show that's after us. But uh, what Todd was picking up, because Todd's got a keen eye. I tell you, he knows what the crowd is feeling. And, and he looked over and happened to notice uh, what was uh, going on there with Hovey, but uh, Hovey is terrific. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you just, it's okay. This show can uh, enchant your dreams. You don't have to be awake uh, during it. And sometimes, I bet, if you're listening to it, it's probably nice to sleep too. Anyhow, <laughs> whether you're awake or, or, or not, I appreciate you listening. 
Personalized reading this week goes out to Yarnell Purvis of Livingston Manor, Connecticut. Beware. Ugh, beats. And lucky numbers this week are 5, 15, and 19, which just coincidentally line up with our next live show Wednesday, May 15th at the Slipper Room. As scheduled to appear as of uh, this recording, Griffin Newman, Lindsay Broad, Emmy Blotnick, and more. Shave the date, get some tickets. Remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night with Dale is independently produced by James Bewley. He's gotten used to answering to the name Dale when people see him. Season 11 podcast icon by Candace Brorsma. Season 11 podcast theme by Zach Gabbard. Music heard throughout the show by the talented roster at Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Season 11 poster artwork contributed by illustrators Catherine Lamb, Maria Wen, Scott Balmer, Ronald Horn Industries, and Laurent Rybick. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this show on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen on some other fine platform, zip over there and leave us a couple of stars. Uh, The show is weekly with live events every other month at the Slipper Room in Manhattan on the Lower East Side. Thank you for listening and for your kind support. Now with Gaia's blessings, let's seal the portal. (laughs) 